When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Introducing the Fuzz from Jackson Audio, taking faithful recreations of historic fuzz circuits and bringing them together in one modular pedal that allows you to create classic fuzz sounds as well as new fuzz sounds. The idea of creating a modular fuzz came about when they were trying to decide which style of fuzz would be the most musical fuzz of all time. The answer quickly became all of them. All of them are different and all of them bring something unique sonically. So they created a fuzz pedal where you can literally change the analog plug-in chip to make this fuzz a whole range of different fuzzes. From the modern fuzz, the modern fuzz deluxe, the fuzz classic vintage, the fuzz classic modern, the fuzz page mark two, and the goat head. And I'm sure there are going to be more in the future. This pedal is absolutely incredible and we at Guitar Nets thoroughly recommend checking it out. Visit jackson.audio for more details. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Naomi McLeod. Hello. And JD Short. Hi. Hello indeed and hello dear listener. Thanks for joining us on a on another episode, the 26th episode in season 2. Well, this week, I tell you what, I just got back from I was uh, I was I was away on the weekend up at, at a vegan festival and I I uh, I I went to see my sister in St Albans. Went to a vegan festival and I was looking for cheese replacements. You know, you normally get loads of those, but not at this one. But it was okay because there was a stall selling moonshine. So mm. I uh, and they did it in proper jars and everything. And they had one that was called like Toblerone in a tub or something like that and it tasted just like Toblerone. It was like a whiskey mix sort of thing. But it was only so, like 30%. So it didn't like kick your head off with the moonshineness as well? Or did it? They, did it kind of have no, a, so a Toblerone aftertaste? Or was it genuinely soft tasting? It, no, it was It was very, uh, yeah, it just tasted like very nutty, very toblerone Like they did do proper moonshiny sort of mm. X percentage clear liquid ones. But I went for the, you know, the sort of whiskey-esque nutty thing. And he says, he's, he was like, yeah, mix it with milk, which obviously... You know, I thought it was a ridiculous thing to say at a, at a vegan festival, but I got the idea <laughs> that he'd uh, he'd kind of managed to sort of wheedle his way onto that uh, onto that festival because you know there were no meat products essentially in uh, you know <laughs> white <Yeah>. spirit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but 
But I've been mixing it with oat milk, which is what I'm drinking tonight for a change instead of gin. Mm. And, uh, and I, it is fantastic. Oat Ooh. milk, like a, a couple of measures of this stuff and, and the oat milk, it's delicious. Is, is it white but, uh, Russian-y? What, uh, what is a white Russian? Uh, it's vodka milk and vodka, and milk. isn't it? Yeah, right. it's basically like, yeah, or half and half. Right, right. Yes, I guess that's what I'm doing, but this is whiskey so I don't know what, what that's normally called. But it's, it's delicious. The it's a bit Branton. syrupy. Um, yeah, it's, it's the, the Branton. No, the Branton is when you mix, mix whiskey and gin. It's a ginski. Mm. But, you know, the other thing I got, there was a like a pickle stall there. And I was like, oh, yeah, sun-dried tomatoes, olives with piri-piri chicken stuffed in. Uh, piri-chickens? Piri-piri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great vegan festival. Uh, the piri-piri chilies stuffed in them. Fantastic. Mm. And uh, you could get like a tub. And you could ask them to, you know, put in different amounts of different things. One of the things they had there was like spicy garlic cloves. And I was trying to go around and be like, can I have some of this, some of this? And the first thing I said was the garlic cloves. And she essentially filled the tub with garlic oh. cloves before I got around to asking for the other things. And, uh, you know, so last night we got home, got my garlic cloves out, sat and watched something, drank a little bit of the whiskey, ate the garlic cloves. And then, you know, my, my partner Emma pointed out to me, I've probably eaten 50 garlic cloves. <laughs> you were just chomping them like olives. Yeah, let me tell you. 30 to 40 I have been olives. sat on the toilet for the bulk <laughs> of today, which is the only place this story is actually going. Just to let you know, my guts are horrendous. Absolutely awful. So I, th- I thought the, uh, the room sound was a little different this episode. <laughs> yeah, your acoustics the, are um, yeah. tiled. I'm picking yeah, up the air is a bit thicker in here. I think that's what <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that is not where JD and I were going, I don't think. But thank you. Thank you, Joe. No, that sounds awesome. I, I, I sort of was hoping you, you might report back with some sort of exotic designer non-cheese cheese. But uh, that's okay. Your, your garlic adventures are just as valid. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yes, I did. I tell you what, on my travels, I did take with me one of my uh, Snapdragon guitars that I'm now fully obsessed with. Oh, Took yeah. Took it up in its little carry case so that I could, you know, just show show my sister that, you know, it was it's, it's so cool. I'm still very much like, listener, if you're looking for a travel guitar, honestly, less than 300 pounds they are. They're not even paying me to say these things. I just really like these guitars. Um you know, Snapdragon guitars, dear listener, check check them out. I know we haven't heard you talk about them yet, but um, it's, <laughs> it's uh, certainly yes. certainly good to I'm learn sorry. about them. Do you do you still have the bass? Actually, I do, I do. Yeah, I have got all. I've got all three. So I've got an electric and acoustic in the bass. The bass is is yeah is still great. That's the one that we was it last week when we worked out. It's actually made out of some sort of reconstituted bamboo. Oh, oh wow. I, that may have been the one where when Matt and I. It was oh, is that the week before? Yeah, yeah. Because it was like it's like tembu or tembu or something like that. Yeah, blizzle. So is it like a composite made from two woods, or is it like? I think is it just a yeah like pulped bamboo? But it certainly it doesn't look like it. It's got like a proper wood grain to it on the outside. It's not like it's not like pulped like MDF is. But yeah, yeah, sure. That's super cool. Yeah, very 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 into these new sustainable models for wood. Oh, absolutely, as am I, yes. And, uh, yeah, it's really good, really fun, and actually plays really well. And it's got, you know, like a Music Master-style pickup in it, which is, you know, which oh, yeah. sounds great. Yeah, into um, that. Very cool indeed. Now, we uh, we did, uh, I, on the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum, 
Well, I don't know why I still do that. Like, just type guitar nerds into Facebook, you know, obviously it will come up. Uh, who actually types URLs anymore? Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, um, on the Guitar Nerds group on Facebook, I posted earlier saying to all you lovely listeners that we, we were going to do some questions and stuff. Now, there are some exciting news items this week. But I wanted to get some questions in as well, because I wanted to reintroduce the question duck. <laughs> there he was, the question duck, making making a, a strong return. But yes, uh, one of the one of the questions I did want to want to actually lead with was Matt Williams came up with a a rather good question. He said, What about a revisit for 2021 of the budget rig? Eight hundred British pounds to build a rig for bar gigs. So so that's what we're all going to do. So me, Naomi and JD have each uh, been given an imaginary 800 British pounds sterling. And uh, and we are going to we're going to we're going to have to put together a complete rig of that. We're going to track how much we spend on everything so we can see how much money we save, uh, how close we've come to that 800 pounds you know, and to make sure we've got everything. Now, I did kind of say to the guys before we um, before we started the podcast that we I don't think we need to include like cables or power supplies or pedal boards or cases. It's really the guitar, the effects, guitar or bass, the effects and the amplifier. But, you know, if you want to include those things, you can. I actually have. But you know, you said yeah, you got. You said you got simply. it all in. Can't wait to listen. I, I think I've got the whole thing. Findings. I think I might just, just about have the the entire rig. But yeah, so we're gonna try and do it all for eight hundred pounds and make it something interesting, good, and you know, actually something that would sound great because it's very very easy to stick within that budget if you just go for, you know, whatever all the all the cheapest Harley Benton style stuff is on the market. You know, mm, but. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's trying to make a trying to make a good rig. So we're all we've all we've all had a think about this, and we're all going to have a little bit of a stab at uh, creating our, our our Matt Williams budget rig of twenty twenty one to help you, dear listener, through bar gigs. So I guess I guess let's get started. I need one of you to start. JD, do you want to do you want to start? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, we, I'm, should... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, we, should we, should we, uh, I, I guess we need to do the entire rig in one, don't we? Like, we need to talk through each thing. We don't need to say what each of our instruments are, then each of our amps. We should do everyone's rig in one and just count down the amount, the monetary amount that we are spending. I, so I think that's a good with... show. We'll, we'll get lost otherwise, I think, between, yes, absolutely. between us. Oh, it is, I'll, I'll get lost anyway. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't I trust think... any of us with maths. No offense, Jody. No, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I'm sitting <laughs> here with the, I'm just with judging this milk. myself and show. <laughs> Joe's sat here with milk and Toblerone I've got this shoved milk into a glass. I actually, I actually have these garlic reasons. cloves as well, but uh, I'm, I'm probably not going to avoid See, reference those. to earlier mention of said guts. <laughs> I can't stop eating. It's the greatest endorsement. These have, these have made me ill, but I am continuing to eat them. They're so good. They're so good. They sound great. So, so I we need to just, do a guitar, an amp, an effects pedal, and then any other accessories you manage to get in for eight hundred pounds. Yeah. So I was sort of thinking of this as like, let's say we're all in a band, uh, two guitars and bass. Uh, so I went and decided I'd do bass stuff just to make sure we have a little quick shout about that. Um, Absolutely. So yeah. So amp wise, so for me, like 
like the amp is where I wanted to spend the most because I think it's like getting a cheaper amp uh, is it's a lot you you have to overcome a lot more than like there's just so much you can do with like inexpensive guitars and or you can always do more upgrades or you can do a bit of work on it yourself and you know make it feel like a much better guitar so yeah. what i ended up going with was uh the eden terra nova tn 2252 which is the 210 oh, yeah. uh, two combo? combo yeah it's yes. a combo it's the it's basically just the 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 two 225 watt uh terra nova head in a 210 cabinet ported it's ported the tweeter on those is really nice you can defeat it as well if you wanted to um has i mean also i'm quite familiar with these amps and i love them so it's sort of i figured start off there kind of just you know like anything you basically it suits anything you're going to do they're great great combos um so I really like them. So once once I was there, I was kind of looking at uh, bases. So what they? they're twelve inch speaker, right? So it's a proper. Two, two, it, no, the, this is oh, the two sorry, ten version. The two ten. Yeah. You did yeah. say that. Yeah, I was I was just trying yeah. to look for it as I was I was thinking. Oh, yeah. about it. how much There's, do they go for? They're four fifty. About oh, you really they're, have spent yeah. the bulk yeah. of your money on the amplifier. Yeah, no, you've I, gone. I, you've gone big. Yeah, I mean, there's there's other stuff that I was kind of looking at, like base that was that I could certainly do. One of one of my other big contenders I thought about was the the Ashdown C two ten T dash three hundred, which is the uh, the three hundred watt kickback. Oh yeah, um, yeah, with the ones that are still head. Yeah, oh, no, you can the, no, that's the the tilt back mm, sort of like mm. you could do mount, which I thought would be also. I really like a wedge cabinet for um, but, for bar gigs because you often don't have. Um, space and it's yeah. just easier to hear yourself. So I think both of those were kind of shouts, and they're still like you know you can find them on multiple websites. So it just feels like yeah, this is great. Um, but I yeah I did want to go with the the Terranova just because I know one it you know for me personally it's the sound I want anyway. I, yeah. I really love the Terranova stuff. So wanted to do that. Then I was looking at bases and I had a couple of thoughts around bases uh, that. It, would kind of could kind of go either way but what i ended up going with was the ibanez talman because i it's just they're just so good they're 170 like 170 for an absolute banging like four string and i can't believe how cheap they are yeah, that's like the, that, the that TMB walnut one b100 is that right yeah that, i think that's, yeah, that's yeah. the one that's like 170 yeah yeah just you know like just sort of standard models of those like great solid bass that like would really sort of work in any setting and you know i was thinking like from having played those you know, the little things you could do to them like over time like if you could you could get a fret job or just like maybe round off some edges yourself or you know change some knobs to you like any like you, tiny you could swap in things. a pj pickup so couldn't you well that's the yeah. best thing that, that yeah. it's like a pj just makes it already just off the bat incredibly versatile mm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you know so at that i think that's what like 620 or so um so like between the two like it feels like okay so i still have quite a bit to play with um i didn't want to go too too sort of ridiculous also it's because it's bass and i was kind of thinking this bar gig i'm not i'm not really going to go with like a load of different pedals so what i really what i decided to do was end up going with the uh 
Electroharmonics Battalion, uh, which is the bass preamp DI. So it has distortion. It has compression built in if you want it. It has separate uh, separate DI outs, separate um, you know sort of things you can do with the um, just input output routing. It gives you a bit more um, just low mid or high mid and treble. Not, not that you need more tone shaping really, but it sort of gives you a chance to like sort of change with the room if you needed or give you like a different flavor of that. And I was like, I feel like that's kind of probably all I would really, really need for that. So those are well, like 130. Um, yeah. And then at that point, I was kind of down to like 50, 50 quid left. And I was thing is like oh do i whack in like enough like what else would i put in there and be like not you know it's sort of like i could put in like a bunch of like cheaper effects but i was kind of like i just i just want like a really good solid you know workhorse kind of rig and then with that it's you know 50 quid it's a couple you know a couple leads and uh the power supply for the battalion if i wanted because it's a it's a nine volt one so i just get a you know, then EHX a one power or whatever they are. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Right. It, I tell it, you, what, it probably comes with one. So many of those oh, electroharmonics yeah. pedals just have a free nine volt adapter in there. Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't. I have to watch an unboxing video to see if it, if it has one. But I was figuring, you know, like roughly that's, you know, depending on what I cables. I mean, fifty is about what I, I pay per lead anyway so i was like well i'll just ended up just get you know would look at getting like probably one of the fender or boss um cables or you know anything you could get like whirlwind or something like that and just kind of have a couple of those have the battalion the terra nova and the talman and i feel like i was like that seems like a really solid rig to me so the battalion is i think still like quite an underrated bass preamp there was mm. there was kind of it a time where sure. It was, it was literally, it probably still, well, it probably still is as you chose it, JD, but like, you know, one of the most affordable preamps on the market. And I, I kind of remember when Electroharmonics brought this out. And at the time, if you wanted a preamp for bass, you could get the MXR bass preamp, the whatever it was, the M87, or you could get a Sansamp bass DI. Those were your options. And that was it. And they were both over £200. And the addition of the battalion just meant that, you know, it meant that bass players could actually get something that could shape their tone. You know, it's the EQ's blendable or the drive's blendable, rather. Yeah. Like, it's got its own EQ on there, its own built-in compression. It's a simple compression. Like, you're just turning up yeah, yeah. the amount of compression you're applying. But, you know, even down to the fact that, you know, obvious it, it has its own DI, so it works straight into the front of house, or you know, as straight into your your DAW or or whatever. It's it's a great all in one solution. I thought it was a, like a fantastic tool for guitarists who might do a bit of bass. You know, as yeah. as something that will this will this is all you need. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was sort of thinking about where it felt like there was a lot on it that was kind of redundant because the compression on the the Terra Nova is good like it's it's one of the you know simple just sort of like more of an input pad kind of compression sort of feel um, which is basically what you're getting here as well and then you know and the eq is roughly it's roughly the same where there's you know like bass two mids and um and you get the treble as well but it was it was really just the idea that 
I was sort of thinking this is primarily a distortion pedal that just had a lot of extra stuff to it. And it sort of felt like this would give me enough, like, there's another like for everyone. Uh, just give me enough change. Uh, give me enough uh, ability to sort of, you know, change this, change the tone a bit or just give it a different feel for room sounds or anything like that. So uh, I thought it was, I yeah, it just, it just sort of felt like it rounded everything out out really well. Do you know they you know they do a, a nano battalion as well that's under a hundred pounds. I uh, you didn't know that. You you uh, lose you lose a few of the things. So I think you get you end up with just a um you just have a two band EQ, just bass and treble, and then for drive you just have a master tone control. And you still get the blend and the volume. I think there's oh, no yeah. longer a DI on this. So this it the the nano the nano battalion's very much like a preamp. It's a drive pedal, you know, and it gives yeah. you the mid shift thing where you can boost mids, level them out, or cut them a little bit. But, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 you know, it's missing a few bits that I think make the battalion, you know, basically without that DI out, I think that's that's kind of what I want from a, a bass preamp. But nonetheless, ninety eight pounds for for a bass preamp is very good. Yeah, I I mean the other if I was just going to look at a preamp pedal the other one I was really thinking about was the the MXR Thump. I really like oh, yeah. that. Yeah, that one's Oh man, great. that's was, a pedal I've never tried out. Have you ever has, have either of you ever tried it out? No, and I'm really intrigued too. They they are very good. They sound sound exceptionally nice. Um in sort of a in a vibey sense so it's not you yeah. know it's not like just a clean preamp um but yeah like there those are really good but it but to me it's just that was just like a different flavor and you know if i was going to do pedals i wanted it to to be an effect so and i was sort of kind of adding pedals in just to just to do it to round out a rig because it's it's not really a rig if you don't have pedals so it's just a guitar and an amp that's boring uh so it was it was just one of those things we're trying to put it in there and the other thing would have been a big muff and maybe something else but i thought the battalion kind of covered most things yeah. that was with that our friends at isotope have just made their portable recording solution the spire studio even better designed with simplicity and ease of use at its core the spire studio gives you access to obscenely good and alarmingly advanced recording quality without needing prior knowledge of a daw or access to a high-spec computer or a bunch of plugins the second generation spire studio ups the stakes by offering ultra low noise preamps that offer smoother quieter recording and increased storage capacity there's also Spire Pro, an optional subscription service accessed via the iOS app, which includes audio repair technology from Isotope's RX software, so you can fix noise, popping, clipping, and plosive issues, and a personalized sound check feature that listens and learns from your voice and environment. Record anywhere, whenever inspiration strikes. Check them out at isotope.com. And you know the the Eden the Terra Nova combo that you've gone for just the fact that you've gone for a two ten whatever it's two hundred and twenty five watts um, combo that is is a it's a proper thing it's not like we're like oh it's a hundred hundred and fifty watts and it's a twelve inch we're not making any sacrifices here it's a proper small venue rig that plus the 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 TLM which we know is 
is is fantastic. The quality that come out of Ibanez is amazing. It's active. The two band EQ, the battalion for me is all like very nearly surplus to requirement. But just yeah. for just for having drive there, it's it's a great pedal and. You know, the, as far as affordable preamps go, the pro- probably the best thing you can pros- possibly buy as a bass player. That is a full rig for 800 quid for any kind of gig. I can't imagine a situation where there's not something there, you know, for the sort of thing that small pub shows are going to be. I can't imagine a gig where there's where you're wanting for something out of that setup. Very good. And what, what, how much money do you end up with? You, know, you were going to get cables and stuff. So it was roughly yeah. 50 quid and then... You can spend that on cables or whatever. So yeah, cables and uh, pluck drums. Yeah, not, just, uh, just not bad at all. Not bad at all. A very good rig. Okay, Naomi. Um, what did you go for? Are you gone for bass or are you doing guitar? I've gone for guitar today. Actually, okay, okay. I don't. Um, Interesting. I don't often, if ever, talk about my guitar playing because I'm a very how should I put this? Confirmed hobbyist at a, a guitar. <laughs> I absolutely love playing guitar. I just, I don't, I sadly don't, or I don't yet have the relationship with it that I, that I do with bass. Um, but I, you know, I love to dabble in my own time. Um, so yeah, I, I struggled a little. I kind of started out with, with great ideas and then much like in my life, the prices of everything just kind of crept up and up as I went through. It is um, tricky. Like eight hundred pounds isn't an easy price to stick to. Like I know JD went and spent them spent the money on the amplifier, but actually, when it comes to amplifiers, like a gigging rig, mm-hmm. yeah, it's you, you're hard pushed to do anything for less than five hundred quid. Um, oh yeah, hundred you know, which, percent. Which doesn't leave you enough for an instrument and pedal. So it is it is tricky getting the getting the amp right. Yeah. Yeah, it is for sure. So, right. So the first difference between JD's rig and mine um, is that I ended up going a little higher on instrument than on uh, than on amp. So mm. I'll start with instruments. So I went for, um, and I think it was these that we spoke about recently on the podcast. I went for a Gretsch Streamliner uh, Junior mm. Jet Club. So I went for the G2215 P90 uh, in single barrel stains. That's the absolutely beautiful, rich sort of mahogany-ish stain um, with uh, with the P90. So Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking at around kind of 299 UK pounds. Yeah. I think I've never not been a fan of Gretsch's more budget offerings. I just think what they, what they knock out, um, you know, under the 300, under the 400 and 500 mark is... Um, yeah, it's hard to beat. And I think, you know, even you were saying yourself recently, Joe, you were like, um, like JD. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of referencing that Gretsch sort of somehow uh, remains an underdog in, in a lot of instrument discourse these days, particularly at the budget yeah. end. And I just think they're fantastic. Yeah, why um, are we all talking about them? Why doesn't everyone own a streamliner? Like, especially exa- this... Yeah, exactly. This this G twenty two fifteen the P ninety one you've got mm. P ninety in the neck you've still got a like a Filtertron style pickup in the bridge mm-hmm. it's an actual you know like a mahogany finish like a plain mm-hmm. finish the cream plate that goes with the pickups like if if you showed me that I appreciate the appointments are going to be budget but if you showed me a picture of this like a catalog picture of this and was like this Gretsch is a thousand pounds I'd be like yes that is right you know yeah. it, and it's hundred percent it's sub three hundred quid. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. 
Um, I think something that uh, really drew me to it as well is a lot of the appointments are quite acoustically styled, like the three and three headstock, um, those lovely inlays, which are super subtle visually, and the mahogany stain. Those uh, really won me over, and particularly at that at that price point, um, I was not going to argue with the G2215. Um, moving on to amp then, JD, you might get a laugh out of this because I think we would be uh, sonically... Um, sonically potentially a little far from one another so I don't know Joe you can tell me if this was a little bit of a cheat but I did pick an amp with miking up in mind um only because I've I've played with with this amp as in with guitarists using this amp so many millions of times in a, in a live in a live format yes yeah in yeah. And, and in small bars as well um because obviously we're talking about the kind of the pub the pub rig the small bar rig um yeah so I went I went a little bit mainstream and I went katana 50. For oh, the guitar nerd special. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think the Blues Junior is still supposed to be our special, but I, the Katana 50 is so damn good. Well, I, you know, I, I certainly think for the price, um, you, you still would struggle to argue with the with the Katana 50 and Katana 100. Um, you know, of, of course, there's there's many many other amps doing fantastic jobs around there, but for the purposes of this exercise, I thought. Um, I thought you'd be a fool to miss out on the Katana at its price uh, for the 50, which is somewhere around the 229 UK pounds mark. It's such a good price. It is. It is. And also, obviously, like, uh, you know, we all all play our different styles and what's a small pub gig to you could be um, a writhing mosh pit to the next person etc so i'm not saying the katana 50 is perfect for every every style every gig but as a general marker uh for a a small compact lightweight rig um i i went for i went for the 50 you know i I really hope it is suitable for all those things because i was uh you know, like uh, I was, I was gonna. Oh, sorry, JD. What were you gonna say? No, no, no. no I was just say like I, I, I think it would be like I think I've seen I it hold see... its own against pretty yeah. loud kits for sure. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's, I, I, I'm hoping that it's... Because it is great. I love playing it at home. I've not played one at a gig yet. But I do... You like uh like you know like Jay Jay's been off the podcast. I'm sure he's going to make a big announcement about this. He's off the podcast at the moment because he's been buying a house. You know, like Matt owns a house, Mark owns a house. I was like, I want to own a house. So you know, I was thinking I don't have a deposit, but then I realised that I I, I have s- such an insane amount of gear that I do have a deposit. I just have it in guitar equipment. So I was like, I'm going to sell everything and get a house. And I was looking at my amplifiers and, and I'm thinking, well, I've got the Fender Tone Master. That's a chunk. I've got like a limited edition Blues Junior in Tweed. That's a chunk of money. I've got a Zilla stack. Uh, what was what the good time? Oh, I've got a Vox AC15 and a Vox AC10. They're just in the garage. And then I was like, I have two Katanas. That's, I'm hoping that that's all i'll need i'm hoping i can get rid of everything else all the expensive amplifiers and just have a katana 50 like the mark ii um and Live just use that for everything for the rest exactly of your days. that's that's I, what i'm yeah, hoping i wouldn't i wouldn't rule it out jd after joe apologized for interrupting you uh yes. and you then went on to speak i then uh absolutely magnificently interrupted you so oh. i was just like to oh, apologize no, I, and say oh oh the, uh, no apologies necessary but thank you um and i appreciate it oh and i didn't notice okay so, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay sorry I, as you were everyone as you were yeah so <laughs> i guess the other the other thing is i just i, I do want to comment on this this is one of my my long-held beliefs in that when we always say like what's a gigable amp and it's like basically gigable to me is like anything that's louder than a human voice because if you're going to be miking up a voice you can mic up an amp and that's a and really good way of putting it and certainly like if it's like if, if you're going to do it with it makes the most sense to do it with a guitar rehearsal spaces to me like that feels different in that a lot of times you you may just have a vocals only PA or, it, or it's a bit more of a faff to do it for rehearsals and it's nicer to have an amp that you could just play. Mm-hmm. But um, or you're doing the rehearsals where the vocalist is singing through a Vox AC 10 that you have in the garage, you know, so it's <laughs> it's it's one of those where like to me, it's more around the the rehearsals that make the. Is, is kind of where you would actually need to have like a much louder amp as opposed to gigging where one assumes this is a place that does gigs. They have at least two microphones, so you could do that. Well, the thing with the Boss Katana 50 Mark II is I think, you know, as long as you've got a jack cable, um, the line out on the Katana 2 has a cab sim on it and actually sounds fantastic. In fact, all of the last two polymath records that were released in lockdown were just a katana running through the line out the you know that that was that was the guitar sound for that obviously with a bunch of pedals in front but there were no mics involved in that so it's didn't know that that's that's another good shout for it for sure i've just i've got so much time for it as as an amplifier Mm. i appreciate i'd hate to say it's marmite because i don't think it's marmite i think most people really like the katana I do think the people that don't like the katana seem to really hate the katana. It's one of those things that it definitely feels like 80-20. People are like, this is a great sounding amplifier. But the 20% really dislike it. So and, and that's totally fine. Like a tone isn't for everyone, is it? But um but yeah, just no. unbelievable. Uh- 229 pounds and 
you could you could play that anywhere and that with the Gretsch streamliner phew, yeah what a pairing yeah. i think i think it's a it's a solid pairing thus far um so from there I went to pedals and I thought, what are my most, most, most fundamental needs? Um, and How much money have you got for pedals at this point? So at this point I have done... 229 and... 229 and 299. Th- so we're up right, to 528. Okay. Right, okay. Uh, okay, so we're not bad. So... Got 100 and a bit quid. Yeah. Yeah. 200 and a bit quid. 200 and um, a bit quid. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I... I I thought if if I absolutely have to pare it down here, and I and I did I did play around quite a bit and sort of manipulated having one maybe slightly pricier pedal and and two cheaper, and I ended up with um, three cheaper because two two and a bit hundred pounds isn't uh, isn't that much to be to be cramming in uh, three plus pedals. So fundamentally, my needs uh, in Guitarland are probably very very similar to my um, my preferences for bass. So I thought, right, let's get a drive in there. Um, I kept it mega simple uh, with one of my all-time faves, Electroharmonic Soul Food. Um, oh, yeah. It, perfect. Especially if you want a Klon-style pedal mm-hmm. and you don't want to spend any money. Because, yeah, when I was looking at this, I was like, what Klon alternatives are there? But I was looking at the proper ones that looked like Klon, Klon alternatives. And I you know, it got to a point where it was like, I can't really do this two hundred and fifty pound copy of a clon, but yeah. Soul Food, what a great idea. Yeah. And this was this was of of the three pedals that I've included in this rig, um, the Soul Food was the one that I actually stuck in first and just didn't change because I think right, uh like not only under the hundred mark, but under the seventy pound mark, coming in at sixty nine pounds, haha. Um you just yeah, like they've they've just gotten it so right at a at a sort of uh, perpetually mega affordable price point. Um, there's not a huge amount more to say about the soul food other than sounds great, costs very little. Um, to be honest, even if the if the hypothetical budget had been bigger on this rig, the soul food would have a good chance of of being on there for me because I do yeah. really enjoy how they sound. Um, yeah. So beyond drive, I thought to myself then. Uh, right, so I'd, I'd like a pitch shift and I'd like a uh, delay. So played around a little with with what I had um, in these. I think initially I had stuck in a Canyon. Initially I had stuck in an OC5. And then in playing around with prices, I had to bring it down on both um, on both points. And so what's I'd, a Canyon? Is a Canyon, Canyon's like 100 quid, right? And uh, It's a little over. Yeah, it's, oh, still, it? it's still around the, I think it was 133. Right, uh, which is really good value for what the what the canyon sure. is. Um, not going to argue with that. But um, I went down the rather reliably fantastic sounding route of TC Electronic for my two other choices. Oh. Uh, so for delay, I went for the Flashback Mini Two. Um, again, it's does what it says in the tin. Super straightforward. I love the um, I love the design. The kind of user. Um, the controls on the Flashback Mini 2 have always found them really straightforward to use. Uh, and that comes in at a neat £79. Pounds. So well, they're I thought, so good. Yeah. So I, even, sorry, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say as, you know, a reliable, good sounding delay, it's not that easy to get them for um, for kind of under the £100 mark. Um, and it is why I love when pedals do, when pedal companies rather um, do go for kind of mini versions in smaller footprints and a, uh, 
potentially slightly more basic controls of their um, of their bigger, more popular pedals. So yeah, Flashback Mini Two was a winner on this one. Well, that you know the normal sized Flashback that was back before the sort of massive pedal boutique revolution, where yeah. now you know there's there's you know twenty new pedals every every month being released. Mm-hmm. The Flashback on on the shelves at GAC when when you know the the guitars that were originally at GAC, the Flashback was absolutely one of the most popular delay pedals you know back yeah. then it was people it was like are you buying a dd7 are you buying a mxr carbon copy or are you buying a flashback it was it was yeah those 100%. were the those were the three so the fact that you know so it's it's obviously absolutely fantastic the mini version doesn't limit you that much on controls 70 quid for a pedal is you can't argue with that price for something from a top brand that we know sounds great like it's not like yeah. we're going down some an oem brand like you know so many retailers do their own sort of oem style stuff and i tend to steer away from those things wherever possible but it would be easy for us to have filled our lists with those sorts of things so you know great that you're still going for a top brand at that price yeah 100 percent. and continuing with uh tc electronic um i have gone as my pitch shift option then for the sub and up. Um, I feel like the sub and up sits a little, yeah, I don't know, maybe I, I could be wrong, but I've, I've, my impression of it has been that it's sat like a little off the beaten track in um, octavers and pitch shift pedals. Um, but I've been a huge fan of it ever since it first came out. Um, never got myself I- one, but I've tried it plenty on guitar and bass. And um, sorry, what were you going to say? I completely agree. Like I've got the sub and up and a, a sub and up mini, mm. but I I remember when it came out, I was like, oh, this is easily as good as the pog, like happily as good as the pog, as as far yeah. as tracking goes. Yeah, yeah. It's probably better built because mm-hmm. the TC stuff is really well built, and it was the same price or maybe a little bit less. And I don't know why, but the pog still sort of retained its its place as like the number one pedal, and the Boss OC fives the closest thing to sort of knocking it off of that its pedestal people seem to forget about the sub and up but yeah the sub and up is abs i absolutely agree one of the best octavas you can get you know absolutely the best tracking on the market you know yeah yeah so that that is what um that is what would kind of clinch it uh well in in this case the the price point and the tracking um as i said the oc5 was on there to begin with because as um i've probably mentioned by now i'm a big fan of the oc5 but um (laughs) Yeah, so for for seventy five pounds, the um, now I didn't go for the mini in this case because I do like that you have the two sub controls on uh, the yes. regular size sub and up. So I I went for that. And in terms of in terms of being like or somewhat akin to the pog, what I prefer in the case of the sub and up is I've always felt it's that bit more transparent. Uh, like as as right. we know, pogs are you know there's another example. P- I would say of kind of a marmite. I feel like people either hate the sound of pogs or they love them. Um, and I think the sub and up offers a, a, a more transparent, slightly more naturally pitched um, option. Well, one thing that's true about the pog is it really doesn't matter what guitar you're playing through, what drives are hitting it first and what amp it's going into. As soon as you turn on the pog, everyone in the room's like, ah, oh, that is a pog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that is the main. Have I covered everything? Yeah, that's the that's the main bulk of my rig. So what what, yeah. what did you end up with left? So what were they? What were those two pedals then? They were 
70 quid and 60 quid and... 69 and 75. Um, So we ended up with, let's see, on my maths sheet here. I did have a little left. Um, oh, right. I thought I was actually right up to budget. I thought did, I was... Did you, I thought there were three pedals went there. Yes, That's there right. were. Yeah, a, so yeah. it was... Actually, no, sorry. <laughs> it was 79 for the Flashback Mini 2, 69 yes. for the Soul Food, 75 for the TC Electronic Sub and Up, 229 for the Boss Katana 50, and 299 for the Gretsch 2215 P90. Um, and in total, then, we were up to 776, leaving me with £24. Wow, wonderful. Left that over. That get you. You can Shipping. buy a bottle of moonshine from a <laughs> vegan fair in St Albans, or you know that's enough for that's enough that's, for a couple of cables. That's two buckets of spicy garlic. <laughs> <laughs> <You can> ju- <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I can. I I had some. I did have some um, sort of wish list accessories laid out, and what they were. Uh, It would have taken me over budget, but I am just such a huge fan of this, is the Pedal Train Nano, which would have been lovely Mm -hmm. for uh, any any small collection of pedals, really. And the Nano, it came in at around £43 when I went price hunting for it. But one of the best accessory designs on the market, and fight me if you don't agree with this, is that it will strap around the neck of your kick bag. Oh, it's yeah. so good it literally really saves good. you a hand as you're loading oh, yeah. in and out absolutely incredible big fun so good very cool and it has actually made my list in fact the uh, the nano with the soft case um but yes yeah, so, yeah so i'll 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 run my list so i also i've gone for guitar um i um i was just looking it looks like oh yeah the most expensive thing i got was the amplifier um just like JD, but actually it's a pretty even split. 299 on the amp, 229 on the guitar. So kind of even split, and then I've split the rest between pedals. I've managed to fit in the whole caboodle, cables, power supply, pedal board, the lot. But the amplifier, I'll start with the amplifier. It's something that I actually, I think I mentioned last week. I can't remember. I think it was last week. DV Mark. Getting very excited about DV Mark again at the moment. Really great brand that kind of, I guess I just forgot about for a bit. But I love them. I love the idea of portable little amps. I love that they try and make everything lightweight, fits in a gig bag, and and without compromise of tone. You know, they're not making cheap stuff because of that. Well, they are making affordable stuff, but they're not making bad sounding stuff on account of that. So the amplifier is the very amp that I mentioned last week, the DV Mark Little Jazz Combo Guitar Amp, a lovely little white cube um of an amplifier very reminiscent of the of the the sort of roland cubes uh as well in 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 kind of style top mounted controls and on the top down controls uh you just get a master a three band eq and a reverb reverb is important to me so i'm glad i've got that dealt with on the amplifier off the bat and i don't have to try and find a a pedal uh to deal with this separately but you know absolutely fantastic um fantastic little lamp with a line out as well uh so that i can you know i can send that to front of house if i don't want to mic it up but cool amp incredibly clean crystal clean amplifier with a bunch of really great sounding reverb 
and 299 like you can't argue with that even looks good you know that's a a fantastic a fantastic price for an amplifier so i was feeling good about that choice it was a great pedal platform for everything else and kind of you know i don't feel like i've had to lean too much into one genre or another genre for it it's just a good clean almost fender-esque clean jazzy amplifier so when it came to guitars i thought you know streamliner excellent choice um uh, excellent choice by naomi for the for the streamliner and i wanted to look at you know a similar sort of company so squire obviously were uh, were high on my list especially since uh you know friend of the podcast dan grace has uh, become squire's kind of head honcho and is for the uk or the eu and the uk i don't know how they're splitting it these days <laughs> and is is giving us all these incredible like fsr models and and you know affinity line guitars just all the kind of the colors and the quirks that just were never there on budget stuff before i just think they've been absolutely amazing um and one of the things the the one of the new things that we haven't really spoken about is the um uh the squire affinity telly um they've done a uh they've done like a a 70 style double humbucking telecaster in burgundy mist as part of the yeah. Squire Affinity Telecaster range. I was wondering, were you going to say that, Joe? The other guitar I had on my list was the Affinity Strat HH Burgundy Mist. Yeah. <laughs> so good taste, good taste. <laughs> With the Affinity, yeah, lines- Aff- Affinity and all these finishes is just, it's a dream come true, really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I, I was tempted to go like Bullet Mustangs because they are so affordable, but mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. kind of thinking whilst the Bullet Mustang is a wonderful modding platform, it was like, no, this is this actually needs to be out of the out of the gig plug bag gigable. Yeah, yeah, plug and play. So Affinity already were going through a real budget line, but I do think they're sort of the proper stuff, the tellies and the strats that they're doing are just so good. And like a, a double humbucking proper, you know, because it's the 70 style telly, so you've got the You've got like the Gibson style controls, double vol- volume, double tone, and a three-way pickup selector, rosewood neck, amazing color. Like this thing will look great on stage. Not not only great, like it, pounds. Yeah, not only great. They actually look. It actually looks really vibey. Like you, if you rocked up to a gig having never seen this, um, you actually would think you know this is this is someone's, you know, years old custom color aged yeah. aged model, which is so nice to see at this price point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I you know, I was I was pretty happy with this. I was thinking about other things because if if you stretch to like 400 quid in the Squire range, it opens you up to Classic Vibe and there are mm-hmm. so like they're doing Classic Vibe Esquires, which are very cool in in like super cool colors as well as doing them in a good solid sunburst. They've just released like a bunch of um tellies uh, of hollow body tellies in the squire classic i think it's part of the classic vibe series and not part of some random new series that they're releasing but this just this the choice is almost infinite in the squire category now and the fact that i could spend as little as 229 and i haven't ended up with something that's white black red or blue you know i, I just think exactly extremely good but it also put me in a great position because i was only you know uh, i was where am I like 528 pounds in and I've got my guitar and my amp sorted so you know still plenty of money to to look at pedals and when it came to pedals I was like well I think the things I'm gonna need are I've got I know I've got reverb dealt with on the amplifier 
but I definitely need overdrive. I definitely need delay. And it probably would be nice to have a modulation just for a different flavor, especially as the amp's so incredibly clean. Um, so, you know, maybe like a, a chorus or something that works well with that, that sort of thing. So I, so when it came to, uh, when it came to drive pedals, um, I actually, I actually did a thing that, that I've kind of been, uh, I guess I've been a little bit critical of. I looked at Anderton's own brand, Tone City. I think Tone City is their own brand. Um, but yeah, I had to look at their their range of stuff because it's super affordable. Mostly they do mini pedals, but they've they also expanded into like double pedals and things like that. And for for sixty nine ninety nine, you can get a Tone City King of Blues Overdrive pedal. And the reason that I was interested in this is that it gives me two separate drives, and especially on a crystal clean amp, it now means I can kind of have a pushed preamp sound and use the second one as the main drive with a simple gain volume and tone control independent for each of those and i know i know that matt knight had a lot of time for the tone city stuff that he'd tried in the past um you know so i was like i'm willing to take a punt on this 70 pound pretty versatile drive pedal off the bat so not not tried one but i'm, I'm confident it's a transparent sounding drive having the two foot switches is, is very good um and then for for delay, uh, I've opted for. Uh, I've gone to Fox Gear. Fox Gear are a brand that I don't think we've spoken about too much on the on the podcast. You guys know Fox Gear pedals. The I think they're yeah. an they're an Italian pedal brand. Um, cool. I can't it, say I do. Yeah, they're they're new on me. There yeah, were, they, yeah, there were a couple of those that I looked at when I was trying to figure out like what to, what effects to put in the uh, in my chain, but I ended up just yeah not sticking with because i don't know enough about them but yeah go ahead sorry yeah well no they're, they're they're fantastic like you know they they look they look really good really pro and it seems to be you know i'm always worried when you get when you get affordable pedal brands it's like is this just something that's being chucked out with no real mm. attention to what the pedal is you know is this just trying to fill a price point and offer something to entry-level guitarists but fox gear you know have very much like a proper design team. They've got people like Steve Lukather, um, uh, um, and uh, like uh, Phil Campbell uh, from Motorhead have all have all kind of endorsed the brand and got behind it. So um, they seem very cool, and they do a delay pedal called the Echoes, which is a um, a nice kind of simple ambient delay pedal using a proper an authentic Bucket Brigade analog. Um, you know, chip for that kind of grainy old school repeat sound. Well, that was exactly what I want. I just couldn't afford on this a carbon copy, really, because the Echoes is £65. Can't um, go wrong. I also exactly. had looked at carbon copy, yeah. But um, yeah, 65 cannot beat it. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then, so that's my that's my drive, my delay sorted. Reverb on the amp, I'm kind of happy with that. The only other thing I needed to deal with was chorus, and inspired by JD's suggestion, actually, the other week, I was like, well, why not the TC Electronic June 60, the stereo chorus pedal, designed after the Roland Juno with its two wooden side panels, that and the only that, controls being... That, that was my suggestion, I think, Joe. Was it? Oh, I'm so sorry. I do apologise. I mean, J- JD no. can correct me, but I, I specifically remember thinking I mean, of it myself. Sorry, you've kicked me into 
proper only child mode here. It was me, okay? <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> no. I see. I, I, yeah, I, I, again, I feel like this may have been the episode with Matt and I, because I, I remember talking about it. Oh, I, I, can, I, may, I, can, I may have spoken I, about no. it in a, in a different one recently. Yeah, I, it, it was the sleeper pedals question that we were answering. Oh, yeah, maybe, about yes. it. oh maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think, yeah. Hmm. Dear listener, let us know what we've talked <laughs> yeah. about in the last <laughs> I will officially apologize to both of you if oh. JD also. No, also please. Spoke it was it. it was probably you. You probably mentioned it and then I piggybacked off of it on a ladder show and was like, well, it's still in my it's still in my cart. I haven't purchased <laughs> it yet. Well, I to be honest, I forgot about it because you know, I I could really take or leave some of that budget TC stuff that kind of turned up yeah. when TC got bought by Behringer and I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know if these are yeah. just reboxed Behringer pedals. And even though I in the past have had a lot of time for some Behringer stuff, I still think the Tremolo the, one, right? You the vibrato, the one, yeah. The yeah. the vibrato, like an incredible pedal, was the backbone of the kind of polymath soundscape for a long time um so it, whilst i've had time for those i couldn't get behind those the the cheaper tc pedals but this june 60 does you know from all from all the videos and reviews i've seen of it, it looks fantastic you know it, it sounds fantastic rather it obviously looks fantastic and at 69 pounds it fit perfectly into my uh into my 800 pound budget um for this pub gig so that put me at a point so i've got the i've got the dv mark little jazz combo 299 i've gone for the squire affinity 70s telly in burgundy mist at 229 then pedals i've got the fox gear echoes i've got the um i've got the tone city king of blues and we've got the tc electronic june 60 still left me kind of a a bunch of money to play with so i managed to get down to one pound and four pence short of target so i thought i better get a pedal board for these and yeah as naomi said for for 40 quid you can uh you can get hold of a, a pedal train nano plus with a soft case which is pretty good um can't yeah, beat that with a shtick, as we say. You can't. You 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 absolutely can't. They're fantastic. I actually got mine out of the cupboard today because I've sort of recently been discovering that the Boss MS3 might be the only thing I need, and I was like, I could just put this on this, and then I don't have to lug around all these pedal boards and things. But but anyway, anyway. Um, so yeah, the Pedal Train Nano Plus with a soft case, forty odd pounds. What I assume we all own them, dear listener. If if not, you should get one. Forty pounds for a pedal board and a soft case. It's a fantastic deal. But yes, it then uh, that then left me with just enough money uh, to to get some cables, and so you know, seeing as I was I, I was on the Anderton site uh, for the um, for the the Tone City pedal, um, I had a look at. I think they do their own cables now. I guess everyone's doing that sort of thing, and they do they do Tortec. I believe is their brand where yeah. they do like the Fender style. So you can get tweed cables for fourteen ninety nine for um for a three meter. And uh I couldn't quite get I couldn't quite afford two three meters. But don't worry, they do a five foot as well for twelve ninety nine. <laughs> so it's managed to admittedly I'm gonna have to stand pretty close to my pedal board with that. But nonetheless <laughs> Well it's, it's I was a small to, bar. It's, it's, a, it's a, you, a you were just small yeah. bar. <laughs> yeah, I think you were working within contacts here to be fair. It, exactly. Exactly. So there it is. That yeah, that I, was uh that was my rig. I will say I, I have some of those tour tech they have a couple of different levels of the tortex and they're they're really 
they're really good serviceable cables i like yeah. them a lot yeah. yeah yeah you know i'm sure they're not that like i've always kind of gone for the the fender like the the black kettle lead style um uh cables i've always always gone for those the lovely fabric cables it was only like uh i think last last year or so i was doing a bunch of stuff for boss and and matt knight was like oh it'd be great if you know polymath could turn up to these boss things and without all these fender cables um <laughs> what <laughs> why don't you why don't you order a load of boss cables so i was like oh okay well yeah so we'll you know we'll do that i'll I'll, I'll get a bunch of boss cables. He's like, yeah, they're great. All these new boss cables. I was like, brilliant. Well, I'll just take whatever whatever we needed. Six of the, you know, the angled at one end, straight at the other, and then another six of the straight at both ends. And they all turned up. And boss don't do um, the whatever the the length is that people actually use, the 20-foot cables that only do the 10-foot. And you can't oh. actually... You can't... <laughs> So you I was can't like, actually be a professional with 10-foot cables. No, exactly. So I sort of, I've got all these cables oh, from Matt. I haven't brought myself to tell him yet. But I'm sort of like, we, we're going to have to keep continue using the Fender ones, guys, because <laughs> none of us can actually, yeah. <laughs> none of us can well, use you, these. You just get, you just get like a, you know, a coupler. And so you have a oh, string like a female to female. Ten, yeah. Yeah, female. Yeah. And you just have a, a string of, you know, the, 10 foot cables yeah just like fairy lights but for guitar leads it's a great idea i i really like those the boss patch cables like i i think those are really really good and i use i use those for a lot of um usually just having a few extra rounds yeah i've I've not used them either sorry i mean they're just they're just normal you know sort of between pedal cables i have a few of them. We, sorry, we, we do understand what patch cables are. Well, no, I know, but I mean... <laughs> like, that's very very really... kind of you, JD. Thank you. <laughs> well, Thank you. It's, um, yeah, so... Are they, are but, they just like the fabric? plug them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, black, the black and blue ones. Yes, I think I've okay. seen those. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. The problem with those, the same as the Fender ones, is I got like so many of the Fender ones when they came out. So they were like... I, we were doing them for like a quid or something at GAC. Kind of. mm, so yeah. I just got loads of them so that I could have them for the future. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started building boards properly, I was like, "This if if you like boss pedals, which I do tend to have a lot of boss pedals on my boards, which means you don't have top-mounted jacks, mm-hmm. they're pretty much useless, like having anything that wide without having a, a massive you know, distance between the next pedal. If you want to actually get anything on there, you have to start getting the... You know, either the the made to measure stuff that Boss does, you know, the kits that come with their own like cutting tool and everything. Mm, mm-hmm. I think yeah. they're very good. And then Ernie Ball have actually released a load of like flat cables, which are yeah. which are really good. For EB- small EBS spaces. have been doing the them EBS, for years yeah. as well. Have they? Right. Yeah, yeah. Have you? Uh, yeah. Um, EBS. Well, EBS were the first absolutely teeny tiny compact ones that that I kind of witnessed. They 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 do do a really good job of being so flat in the um yeah in the kind of head of the jack you could really get your pedals quite close together they also do like oh, um yes. premium gold ones with um with ah, an, yes i'm looking with at an even now. clearer signal yeah um but yeah ernie ball have joined in on that now planet waves the, i remember do uh planet or sorry waves yeah good. daydario planet yeah. waves now rather um but yeah, yeah they do cool. a really good um solderless kit as well yeah yeah, the, the solderless kits, I think, are a great idea. They're definitely something that I mostly use the solderless patch cables now. But I do change yeah. my 
board an awful lot. And so the solderless stuff is can be wasteful because I'm often having mm. to just remove the what well, like I have a selection of wires that I've had to remove now that were mm. because they were too short. So it's like when am I going to be able to use these when I have a small enough distance to to travel? Yeah, you know? oh. fair. I hadn't yeah you I hadn't thought a of female that, to female coupler that you yeah. could just <laughs> test, test these all together. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But um, but yes, well, they, those are those are three pretty good setups. So we had uh, we we had the the Eden the Eden Terranova um, mixed with the Ibanez Talman bass and the Battalion pedal. Then Naomi, you went for the the Streamliner coupled with the Katana Fifty. What a fantastic amplifier choice! And then pedal wise, you went for the Flashback. Um, you're gonna have to help me out. The, the uh, soul the food, soul food, and the subbing up, and the subbing up. Oh, great mm. selections! Absolutely great selections. And yes, once, uh, once again, dear listener, I went for the affinity, the Burgundy Mist Affinity Telly, the DV Mark, Little Mark Jazz Combo. Check it out, everyone! It's really cool. And then a Fox Gear, the Tone City King of Blues, and the June Sixty. All good choices, I think. I'm glad we all managed to do those inside of 800 pounds. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think we we all danced around one another quite um, harmoniously, uh, as in yeah. given. Uh, no, yeah, no for, toes for, for, were stepped on. Well, yeah, like for full disclosure, dear listener, we uh, we actually the three of us went into this blind. We didn't actually know one another's rigs until until we spoke about them. So that was yeah. kind of cool. I'm glad we didn't just end up with like three Takana, uh, Katana rigs. <laughs> 50s, yeah, yeah, exactly. Katana's in all the different burgundy mist yeah. options that are out there. Like, <laughs> or, or a HX stomp each. Yeah. See, I can't that's do- it. That's all you need. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I can't do this. I can't do this with uh, with Packham and Jay because they're both like Blues Junior, Baja <laughs> Telecast. Like you can't get them to choose other things. If they couldn't choose a Baja Tele, they'd just choose the classic vibe version of it. And you know, Sure. Wouldn't have worked. Anyway, um, that's that's about all the time we have on uh, this week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. Dear listener, you can join us on Patreon. Come over. Join us on patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds for an entire extra episode every week. Uh, we're going to be taking some more questions, I think. Yeah, we'll probably do that. We're going to take some more questions. The question duck insists. And you can become a Patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month. A dollar gets you this episode ad-free and early every week. Five dollars gets you access to the Patreon special episodes and our entire back catalogue. Ten dollars gets you a lot. Plus, I'll sing you my thanks at the end of every episode. You can find us on all your favourite social media platforms. Well, not TikTok. You know, I'm not on TikTok. Actually, I'm not, you know, I'm not on uh, uh, the one that Mark keeps trying to get me to do uh uh what's the one that gamers oh. use twitch twitch i'm not a twitch i don't care about that i don't care about tiktok i'm too old for this i'm barely holding on to the <laughs> the current social media platforms as it is we're, you know. we're looking anyway. we still have you podcasting <laughs> exactly exactly you know it's uh yes yeah. so i'm probably just going to start just phoning all of the listeners you know just for a chat <laughs> each week instead we'll just do that anyway you can uh yeah you know find us on most social media platforms for now uh to he get thinks. involved in our <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i've uploaded it uh to get involved in our weekly episode discussion anyway yes thanks for listening you've been lovely we've been the guitar nerds farewell Goodbye. good night 
Kissing love if I know you want it too Shaking on the guitar nerds when you're feeling blue You're a telecaster and a stratocaster fan You also like weather and allocated music man You take one look at a Fendi custom shop You know that that's another three years grand you're gonna drop But I love 50s dude it's so unique Now go and buy the plugin from the plugin of the week Guitar coming in your ears Listen to his stand right and drink a bunch of beers He got Pat Guide and J-Bucks too Not to even shows up when he's got nothing to do We got JD and Naomi McLeod But I am the best on this and since he's coming loud But we can do this podcast without you Yeah, everything on podcast is whatever we want to see Join Brad and Holly Simpson, Eric Vaughn, John Conway, the Studio Rats, so Russell Howard, Yogi the Guitarist, Tyler and Cloud, Look at John Simon's girl, Harris, Joe Hobart, Sean Hughes, Brian Hansen, Eric Emma, Jeffrey Wax, Shane and Brian Eisner, Jonathan Hafferty, Kevin Mandel, Lyndon, Marcus Alcadawaki, Robert Butterworth, Samuel Thrust, Stuart Robinson, Christine Lund Hansen, Keith Adams, Eric Files, Dallas Henry, Scott Utting, Jack Cutmore, Andy Manley, Simon Milborn, Ken Sayers, Michael McVay, Aaron Peter, Sean Arbo, Ernie Cooper, Joe Patek, Blake Wyland, Dave Lee, Nate Nagel, Ross Edwards, John Angler, Aaron Sherman, James Dahl, Ryan McDermott, Jake Gray, Derek Rich, Scott Kennedy, Steve Merkel, oh yes, uh, uh, Aiden Matthews, Christopher Lotus, Stephen Hawke, Robert Smith, Tytopia the Band, J.D. Short, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Paul Corrigan, Rob Nordwick, Scott O'Brien, and Mook Revit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.